0: Hello, fellow dirt bikers and friends. Welcome to the Desert Dirt Biker Podcast, co-hosted by me, Dog, and my good buddy, Eric. We want to thank you for joining us on this podcast. On the Desert Dirt Biker Podcast, we talk dirt bikes. <laughs> yes, dirt bikes. We talk about our experiences, different races, different organizations, bikes, gear, and always try to get a fun and exciting guest to join in with us. Now, grab a drink, kick your feet up, lean back, hold on, because here we go. Here's Corndog and Eric. Hey, everybody, we are here. Welcome to the Desert Dirt Biker podcast. It's June 20th, 2020, and this is episode 11 good we are changing things up on this episode and we are excited about all the changes we're doing I am your host corn dog my co-host Eric is on family vacation him and his family and brothers sisters dads uncles everybody they took a trip cross-country to go visit Mount Rushmore anyway so we want to wish him all the luck and his travels and we miss you Eric Uh, Anyways, so, filling in for Eric tonight is my girlfriend, Ashley, which is also a dirt biker. How you doing, Ashley? Good. Good. All right. Kind of, another new thing we're doing tonight. Anyway, if you guys want to reach out to Ashley, you can find her on Instagram at RossiPooRacer, which is R-O-S-S-I-P-O-O underscore R-A-S-E-R. Is that right? Yep. Cool. All right. So since Eric's on the road, we decided to go on the road ourselves, so we are in the world-famous Glen Ellen, and decided to race the SRAGP, and asked Rich, or Rick, Rich, Rich, Rich Rich Suter, to to come on with us tonight while we're sitting here in the pits. Uh, It's Saturday evening, you can hear fireworks off in the background, you can hear the bikes and side-by-sides driving by, and kids playing crickets chirping maybe some wind blowing so it's pretty cool out here it's nice Um, anyways let's jump into it but before we get into rich let's uh tell you guys to reach out to us if you want you can find us on facebook at katie eric instagram the desert dirt biker or throw us an email the desert dirt biker at gmail.com anyways rich uh, Welcome to the show, and thanks for having us here at Glen Helen for your event. And what do you think? Actually, let's get it going. Yeah. All right. So, Rich, tell us about you. Who's Rich Suter?
1: Uh, Rich Suter, uh fifty-three years old, born and raised in Orange County, California. Um, I've uh, been managing SRA. Uh, for probably well since 2008, uh, stopped racing. Uh, kind of helped my dad out. Uh, my wife Kathy and I uh, have been a part of it since we were kids. Matter of fact, we we met at an SRA race in in the 80s. Um, so tell me what SRA stands for. So SRA is it's it's called uh, uh, back in the day it was Sportsmen's Racing Association um, and we started my dad decided we, we used to race desert and uh my dad decided that he wanted to do something a little bit different so he got my brother and I uh in I'd say I think it was 78 79 we went to Riverside Raceway and we raced our first SRA GP uh it wasn't long after that my my dad We we were pretty hooked so we we raced up until probably eighty or eighty-one. My dad had a big and was pretty involved with the, the owners, okay. and so it, it wasn't long. But we were out there marking courses and, and being a big part of SRA. The way my dad, my dad was always a a real active guy in the sport, and you know, uh, from going down to Baja and and pitting to Parker, Arizona to to Vegas for district races so my my dad was a huge huge fan of motorcycles and stuff and so that that's how it all started uh my dad became a partner in 81 81 or i think it was late 81 early 82 i was pretty young um and it wasn't but another year after that or two that he became the full owner of sra and uh in those days i mean, orange county you know uh, there was Saddleback Park, so we would have a GP at Saddleback. Uh, we would go to Indian Dunes, uh, which is in Valencia. We'd be at Carlsbad, which is in San Diego. Uh, high Desert Track, we would go to, uh, it was Sunrise Cycle Park back then, De Anza. Uh, it was pretty rare that, that we ever raced the same track twice in a year mm-hmm. um so how
0: many races was there in the series uh but season? they always
1: had they always had 11 um mm-hmm. because uh my dad would always take december off because of you know uh
0: christmas and christmas
1: holidays. and just time that he had to get stuff ready for you know the the new season in january Everybody starting and, and probably stuff, get ready
0: so. So. for your awards banquet. yeah or
1: the banquet too. was a big a big part back then that so it took a lot of time i did my dad was pretty pretty gung-ho all out he would all of our sponsors would would send product and stuff. And it it was crazy. It was quite a party. So, um, uh, it's, it's, it's been around for God forever. Um, I I run into people, uh, quite often that, you know, Oh my God, uh, SRA GP, or they see a hat or a sticker on my van (laughs) or whatever. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, to 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 be a part of it is is deep and uh, you know i mean as deep as as my wife and i are into it it, it's just it's great uh my daughters have both been born and raised out here uh my wife would push them around in a in a double stroller when they were teeny tiny and then uh we bought a polaris one time because i i used to I'd be racing and I'd go by and I'd see her at pushing this double stroller. I felt so bad, so we bought a Polaris. So she drove around for a Polar with a Polaris with two car seats in it for for years. It was it was the greatest thing ever.
0: And you've been but together with
1: her a long time. A too. long time. We just celebrated our 20 twentieth year anniversary. Nice. So, well, congrats. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, we've known each other since we were, were just barely teenagers. So
0: And you met her at the SRR, yeah right? actually
1: uh, it's, it's kind of a funny story this is going <laughs> to embarrass her but uh, we were at a Carlsbad race and I, I had never uh, her. she she comes from a racing background her dad uh, was a uh, multiple time Baja champion and and district 37 champion uh, his name's Lynn McGraw so back in the day I, I never even knew who, who he was when I was a kid and then I went into sign up and I went to give my entry into the sign-up trailer at Carlsbad and this this cute girl stepped in front of me and said what do you want and I'm like my to give my entry to the lady even sign up and she's like so she took my entry from from me and I I walked out the door and I said to one of my buddies who's that girl And he goes, oh that's Kathy McGraw and, and I'm like who's that that's Lynn McGraw's daughter at that time I had no idea and uh, uh, we we were we were pretty close for many a years, um, but that was that was a fun that was a really funny story. So <laughs> a lot of people just crack up about that. And then uh, her dad didn't have the the best reputation for being the uh, he was a true sportsman, but uh, he hated the uh, the cheaters and stuff like that. So he was a uh, he was a bit of an aggressive rider when it came to wow. to that. So everybody uh, everybody goes, oh my god can't believe you're dating his daughter that guy's gonna kill you sometime and it was it was pretty classic
0: and here but, you are years later
1: yep yep Still his favorite. uh the strangest thing ever is his birthday is the exact same day as mine oh nice. so, yeah yeah very so, cool pretty strange but yep works out works good so. so let's
0: go back a little bit to where how you got into the biking you you said your dad yep so, mm-hmm. how old were you when you got on your first
1: bike? I was five. Five. Yeah. What, what was it? It was a. It was a. What they. It was a, a bike that was Japanese. Yamaha made it. It was a Gemini 50. Gemini. And uh, it was the craziest thing. It had these funky handlebars and these bigger tires and stuff on it. My my dad got a hold of that thing and cut the handlebars off and welded a triple clamp, a, a, a bar mount on it with triple clamp and. <laughs> put bars with a crossbar on it and did all kinds of things but that that was actually my first motorcycle it was its crazy
0: so were you just like a weekend kid or after school or did no, you start yeah, racing right where,
1: where we lived i mean we, we would go ride uh there was a place the closest place we could go ride was uh ocir which is orange county raceway and in, in in irvine california we would go there ride on the weekends and stuff um there were a lot of vacant fields and commercial building lots and stuff that we would ride we we rode at in Orange County like Costa Mesa and Santa Ana area where I grew up um but uh I I I didn't really start I didn't really start racing I I think when I went to the 80 class I, I started racing uh that was probably my I think my first eight my first 80 was like a 70 70s i had a 60 i can't remember what year 60 that was but i think my first 80 was like a 77 or a 78 yz 80 the and then uh no, that wasn't a big 80 fan I, I was kind of a i was taller at you know uh my, my i was tall for my age so my dad put me on a 125 and 79 and that's when i i started racing the 125 class and we were doing desert for a while and I wasn't I like the desert for trail riding but I wasn't really a desert guy so we were looking for something uh, I wanted to ride motocross, but my dad <laughs> my dad wanted us to ride GPS so that's what we did It's <laughs> so. very cool
2: do you remember your first race
1: uh, yeah I remember the the first race was an, an, an SRA at, at Riverside and, and I was on an 80 at that time that was a, that was like the very first one 77 78 something like that. You and, were
0: like the champion too, weren't you? Right off the get go? Uh, not really, <laughs> not really.
1: You know, I, uh, I mean, I, 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 when I basically retired, I mean from racing, I, I rode the expert class, and, um, I mean it, I think the, I, I was, I think the best in the 125 class back in the 80s. That, you know, back in those days, uh, not not saying that it's not like that now, but we would have at an SRA race, there'd be. 30, 40, uh, 125 experts. And back in those days, there were guys like, uh, I mean, he's still a a great friend of mine, uh, Mike Baker, uh, Brian Manley. Uh, There were these fast, like, uh, desert guys, Kevin Hopkins, Donnie Morrison, um, Oren Beck, uh, Mark Heath, Kevin Case, Kevin Sin. I mean, the the 125 class was stacked. I mean, so to even get in the top, uh, Greg Fontaine, even get in the top of of that class to even get fifth you, you were going pretty fast so i was i was a top five yeah. to, to you know to, to top 10 depending on i, I had a, a couple of number single digit numbers back in those days nice. um so but that that was that was quite a challenge but uh, it, it was it was good times but like i say now now uh I see the 120, you know, the 125 class is kind of whimpering down. But then that was just such a strong class, right? You know, for, for all of us, it, it was crazy. So, yeah.
0: yeah, very cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. There I go with the um words yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> we were just teasing each other before we hit yeah. play that we were all going <clears> to <throat> um all night long. Uh, so, let's I guess jump in SRA again. Which is, it is a Grand Prix, yep. And I know you were telling me last night, and I was messing with my phone. You might have told Bert. me just now, but um, the SRA, your dad, was has half owner. Yes. And then eventually he became full owner. Yeah.
1: So so my dad, my there were there were there were two partners in SRA. Uh, their their names were were uh, Marty Fisher and a guy named Fred Holcomb. And Fred, at the time, wanted out, so my dad and Marty were partners for a couple of years, and then Marty wanted out of it, so my my dad ended up buying Marty out, and then became the sole owner of it.
0: Cool, and then you guys still kept it SRA, but you kinda changed what it meant, or?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, we didn't necessarily change the meaning. My dad incorporated after, you know, a a few years, and it, it became, Instead of Sportsman, it became Southland Racing Association. Okay. So um, that was really the only change that was made. I mean, my, my dad was a pretty sharp guy. He just he did he he did everything on his own. I mean, like my my dad would hand score all the races. Wow. Um, you know, it was real old school. I mean, back then it was. Uh, back then there there really wasn't a lot of people doing gps like there was there was crc um there was uh sra and there were a few clubs um like uh back in those days ocmc was was a a motorcycle club and they would have like the great bear grand prix and viewfinders there wasn't like a a big six or you know works back in those days It it was kind of there was just these independent clubs that would that would put on a race, and um, it, it would, you know, uh, it would it would just be kind of it, not necessarily a series. SRA was a, a series, and CMC were, but a lot of those other ones weren't. They were just like a, you know, a weekend race where you would go, you know, two two days. There were cool races. I mean, there were some. Like, Viewfinders Grand Prix at Riverside was epic. Mm. I mean, you'd see. Back in the days, just all all the, basically all the off-road superstars from Rossler and Scott Harden and Wallingsford, Dan Ashcraft. I mean, it was it was really cool. That so, is. Yeah. So
0: you guys also had to. I think you told me you had to add the GP to the SRA just to kind of different.
1: Kathy and I did that uh, in 08, when we we started kind of managing it for my parents because there was a lot of confusion. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of new people didn't quite understand the term of gp a lot of people thought it was like moto gp right uh, you, you know like like you know road racing so they so we tried to kind of reinvent that part of it and explain to people what a, a grand prix was you know uh and it worked i mean it it really did i mean people started understanding it and then you know you'd, you'd run into somebody and uh like, I'm famous for, you know, meeting a guy at Home Depot because I have a, a Troy Lee shirt on or something, and they start talking to me. Right. And I'll say, hey, you know, I own this this organization called SRAGP, and, you know, do you race? And, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I ride, you know, this or ride that. And I'm like, hey, I tell you what, you know, bring your son out and yourself, and I'll buy you an entry for the day and, and ride with us. And to be honest with you, uh, I still see guys like that 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 I met. 10 10 right. 15 years ago even before I, I was managing it for my dad uh hmm. some of uh so i've got really great friends that i just told them come on out they ride they ride once and they're hooked you know <laughs> and follow the series and then they bring friends and so it's kind of a it's kind of cool that, you know? yeah, that's kind yeah. of where we're at yeah we exactly. came
0: out first time with jeff phillips it, exactly what, about five years ago and mm-hmm. of course we didn't have our bikes but we were back what a month later to write, and
1: that's right, we've been Yeah, here I remember. A of times. I remember.
0: So it it it's a lot
1: of fun. I, yeah, I enjoy it really it. is.
2: So can you explain? Because now we're at Glen Helen, right? Yeah. But you used to be all over. Yeah. What kind of made you guys gravitate to Glen Helen, and then? I know you kind of told us last night, but explain that whole story again. And
1: so, like in the '90s, it it just sort of it, it seemed like the the ra- racing was kind of going was going south uh, a lot of the a lot of the parks were closing because of lawsuits and the the costs of insurance so so a lot of people just 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 slammed the door shut so my my dad uh, he he was truly the the last person to put a race on at, at Indian Dunes uh, which is in Valencia um, because they had they had so many lawsuits it was kind of a sad day we put a race on. Sunday and uh, I remember staying with my dad we were loading the truck and the trailer up and we drove out and my dad locked the gate and that was the last race that was ever at, at, at uh-huh. Indian Dunes um, uh-huh. my dad put the last race on at Carlsbad Raceway same way closed Hi it up here, and uh, and uh, that, that wasn't from uh, necessarily from lawsuit but carlsbad was just basically closing it was it was getting kind of squeezed out by the commercial buildings and the airport and things like that so that's how carlsbad ended up closing but it just seemed like we were running out of places to race and and before i mean my, my dad would before carlsbad closed we would it would be carlsbad glen helen carlsbad glen helen and uh he became uh real good friends with with bud fell camp and who's the owner of Glen Helen, and uh, they just, they had a bond, and, and my dad, you know, it it just, it was, this was like home. Yeah, right. uh, so when Carlsbad closed, we we just, he, he was 100% for Glen Helen, nowhere else. He didn't want to go anywhere else. He just wanted to stay here. And about what a, year
0: was that, that you started Glen Helen only? Uh,
1: six, six. <laughs> this was a tough one. So, I have to relate it to motorcycles I've owned. So, right right <laughs> so ninety ninety seven ninety eight so I would think uh uh i think Carl'sbad closed in like nine ninety ninety eight ninety nine i had up so, so so i i got hurt really bad at the beginning of uh or at the end of nineteen ninety eight shattered my hand real bad at the Elsnore Grand Prix. So Kathy and I weren't weren't married at the time, uh, so I ended up selling the bikes, quit racing, turned a bike back in that we that I had just bought. So Kathy and I kind of went wayside from racing for a while, which was really hard. We bought a house, and so my I, there there was about two years in there that my dad was putting on races that that Kathy and I weren't really a part of. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that the last race that he did at at, uh, at Carlsbad was. Was probably two two thousand, I think two thousand one, mm-hmm. um, and then I came back in two thousand one and started riding sweep and helping. So, I think I think it was right around you know the end of ninety nine two thousand is when he he dedicated our series to Glen Helen. So very cool. Yeah, oh, I have to relate everything to mo- to the to the <laughs> motorcycles I've owned because that's, that's the only way I can remember
0: so you um your dad just kind of stopped doing it i think we had met your dad and, and yeah and, and sorry but he has passed away
1: no 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 no, no my, my dad's my dad's my dad's 80 what is what is his dad 80 86 80, he's gonna be 87 i think i remember so. when
0: i think our first time here he was sitting in the and sign up,
1: okay. yeah. So, so what it what had happened? My my dad was always this, just just gun ho, active, hardcore guy, uh, do everything mm-hmm. on his own. And then uh, it just started. It's my my mom was a huge part of SRA too. So my mom ran sign up and 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 was a was like the lead person in sign up. So my dad uh, my dad had type two diabetes. So was, mm-hmm. his health started going downhill. And it was harder for him to come out, even though we have a, a really good crew. Matter of fact, the the same crew that helped my dad still helps me today. So, um, watching you we're guys all, all
0: weekend, you guys busted, yeah, but it was yeah. impressive.
1: Thank you. Yeah, we're all it's all volunteer basis. Um, they're all just great friends. I mean, well, they're they're more than friends. They're they're family. They're family. Yeah. So, of uh, the majority of them, I ride with. Um, we, you know, when Kathy and I have a party or something, they come over. But it. They're they're all volunteers and they dedicate their weekend to us and and it's 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 really a cool thing. They've done it for my my dad all these years and they stuck around when when I I started to take over. But but I, I mainly took over. It was just too much on my dad. It was just right. it was just too much for him. To Does with.
0: he ever get to come out every once in a while? Or? Uh,
1: he hasn't been out for probably about five years now. Um, his his health he just can't be yeah, away. Probably from right now.
0: about the time I saw yeah, him. Yeah,
1: we'll give him our best. Oh, I will. I will. Yeah. No. No. He's a and, uh, matter of fact, I, even to this day, we'll, we'll have a race tomorrow and Monday morning. I, I call him and give him a heads up on, on how it went and who was there. And, and, uh, he's sharp as attack. It's just the, the physical part of his, yeah. his, his body is just, just done, but his mind's there. So
0: that's cool that, yeah. that you call him. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Very cool.
2: So what's your favorite thing about owning the series?
1: Um, probably probably the people that you get to meet yeah. um you know uh i i some of some of the, the guys that still race with us that, that they've been my friends since childhood um and just get, getting to see these guys on the on you know on 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 the weekend and and uh hang out with them and just you know i don't have a lot of time on race day it's always it's always pretty much wide open so uh but but i get a few minutes on the start line to go up and shake everybody's hand i really enjoy seeing you know we we get some we get some top top riders out here um you know uh every once in a while like you know ricky brayback and guys like that the car winner he'll come out even ride sweep for us you know dalton Shirey, um uh trevor stewart um I think
2: I saw on Ricky's Instagram that he was out here on his Dakar yeah. bike, wasn't he? Yeah, that doing was such. the jumps and everything. Yeah, it was <laughs> that he
1: he raced his Dakar bike out here. It was it He's was an pretty animal. it was pretty sick. Actually. Yeah, that would be one yeah. thing to see. It was really cool. Um, so that that's probably my favorite. Just just you know, be, be being able to to hang out with these people and, and, you know, be a part of their lives as, as well as what we have going. Yeah. That's probably my, that, and, and the, the satisfaction of, of laying out a race course and having someone come up to you and say, I'm always, I'm always either at the finish line or the start line pretty much have some guy come by you and, and say, that was the sickest course ever, (laughs) dude. That was just, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great feeling, you know, to, to be able to provide that, for, for people wow. so I know me I put on
0: one maybe two events a year and sometimes I want to pull my hair out so <laughs> props to you if you're doing 11 a year and
1: thank you
0: you do a twelfth one too but it's you, more of a benefit something
1: yeah we do my uh, my wife and I kathy we decided years ago my 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 dad would do a toys for tots and uh, it was it was really really a cool event and we'd get a we'd get a great turnout for a great cause. Um so so Kathy and I uh it's been probably 10 years now I think since we had the first one. So Kathy and I decided we're going to do that again. So uh we worked, worked out with Lori from Glen Helen and and uh we kind of combined the date. Lori L- Lori uh sometimes has like a team race for for one of her sons that has that passed away. So Lori will have a team team race and we'll do our uh, the team her team race will be at the end of the day and then we'll have our, our pretty much our normal GP schedule. Um, we we discount the entry and for, for 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 you know people to bring a toy. And uh, uh, the last couple of years uh, it was Toys for Tots when we started. The last couple of years we do we've been doing Sparks of Love, and uh, it, it really it's really cool because you know we we probably fill up about three or four giant boxes of toys and you know the fire department comes out and gets them and and it's 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 really a rad it's a cool race for us it's kind of a we it's it's scored uh but it's not pointed so yeah it's not part of the series so it's it's actually a really cool race for her and i because we can kind of relax you know the year's done and we're not stressing about points and and everything. <laughs> so for us, it's actually a really fun race. Probably the, that's probably the the best. I think it's the coolest race we put on a, the year. You know, and a, a, for the whole whole entire year. So it's pretty rad.
0: That's very cool. Well, thanks for doing that. Yeah, yeah no. I think we tried to come down last year and something happened or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah December's is hard. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for everybody. It's it's hard for us. <laughs> I feel terrible for her sometimes because she's. She's trying to get the year in dialed in, and then our trophy presentation, and then then we have a we have Christmas, and then we have a race. So sometimes yeah. I think uh, it's a tough it's a tough one, but right. it's worth it. So do
0: you ever get to race now, or when was your last race? Uh,
1: I I haven't raced since since '08. Um, I I truly think about it. I, I I would like to race some of the big six series. Um, I'm that guy that. Uh, I just don't get enough time in the seat. Right. Uh, I'll I'll go to Baja a couple of times a year with my buddies and uh we do we do some long trail rides down there for, you know, seven, eight hundred miles for a few days down there. Uh that's a blast. Uh the racing I just I uh I just can't dedicate enough time to mm-hmm. to train and be on, on the bike. And uh I, I wish I I wish I could just go out and race and have fun, but I I have that competitiveness that I can't, I just can't do that. Right. So, um, especially when all my buddies are still racing at the level that I would, I would like to be able to race at, but, uh, (laughs) it's just not safe to be there. Right. So, um, but I do, I do go ride, uh, practice at at motocross tracks and I'll, I'll go to the the different tracks in Orange County. I'll come out here and I mean, and, you know, I'll go to Cahia Creek or. You know, places like that, and ride. I, I still, I still enjoy it. I'm super involved in it. You know, um, I just. Do you ever just jump on the bike during one of your events and go do a lap, or? Or. Not, not too much. Uh, like I'm, I, I'm pretty. Uh, uh, too I much glen- going on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and 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 I just can't take a chance on getting hurt on race day, and right. the responsibility that I carry, that you know, uh, everybody's pretty much designated just bam 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 you know and to, to get hurt would would be harder. or i there yeah <laughs>
0: yeah we had a grand prix one time where I was racing it was two clubs Saturday and a Sunday so me and the president of the other club we were both racing I ended up crashing
2: on flat ground
0: flat ground getting uh, knocked out uh, I wake up in the hospital just oh knocked out but, so I had to leave every the whole weekend basically in uh, their hands, and I felt bad
1: yeah yeah so, that, that's pretty much why I, I yeah for the last couple, well, we've always had a lot of involvement in the endurance race series at Glen Helen—the six and the the ten and the the, the twenty-four. Um, we'll we'll go out and like I I ride sweep for those events. Like, you know, during the day I'll ride sweep, and then and that's uh, the like, ten
0: hour ten. Hour the, the,
1: there's the there's a six, a ten, and a twenty-four um, hours of Glen Helen. Yeah, of Glen Helen, their endurance series. So we're we're we're, we're SRA's involved in that the last last year we we laid out the the we laid out the did we lay out the 10 hour yeah we laid out the 10 hour a part of the 10 hour and then we late and then we laid out the the 24 hour course which was a good course i think we we squeezed uh almost 12 miles out of Glen helen which if if anybody's ever been here oh that's very difficult right yeah. uh, <laughs> it was it was a cool course uh no sections were had to change in the middle of the night anything like that it was it was it was a pretty good course i think laurie and glenn helen were, were real happy about it we were i know i was that was a really cool event for those i'll ride uh ride sweep during the day and then i'll ride sweep all night long uh and ride a lot of the single track and, and sleep a lot for two of, weeks after uh yeah i wish <laughs> i wish i always try to get an hour or two sleep here but it's it's hard when there's a bunch of motorcycles buzzing around yep. so we do that so so that's part of of what i so so when i'm doing that i actually get get to ride the bike and I, I i time. get to have some seat time and have yeah, fun cool. so it's a cool it's cool
0: we've actually yeah. tried to get down to one of those too and scheduling conflicts yeah yeah of course it's a pretty good drive for us
1: yeah, no doubt yeah but
0: I think we're gonna start coming back more. Oh,
1: no, you enjoy it. It, it, it. It's actually a cool event. I mean, I, I I have a lot of fun here.
0: If it's anything like your SRA, I mean, I've fallen in love with this. I wish uh, we were here all the time.
1: I uh, appreciate that. We're gonna work
0: on it though. I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pleasure having you guys.
2: So we're coming back from the stupid COVID. Sorry, I yeah. personally think no, it's no,
1: stupid. no, no. Yeah, I agree
2: i've seen on your guys facebook and stuff like you were struggling to try to get an event back up after everything kind of got shut down for a while um just kind of explain like your process because i know california is super yeah. strict on all the rules and everything like that
1: sure so 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 Lori, the manager of Glen helen kind of gave us the the rules of of the of the, of the state so we have a uh, we opened our sign-up up as as a, as a mail-in pre-entry. Um, uh, from I understood from my wife, we were we had a ton of entries. I, I, I left uh, yesterday morning to come out here, so so I don't know how many we're at. Um, our sign-up uh, is a little bit different. Uh, we're pretty scattered in sign-up, um, spread apart, uh, single lines going in. Uh, no more than I think six people in the building at a time separated by you know six feet uh, uh, our 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 people will wear masks um, all of our people uh, we didn't didn't really have a, a any any nobody told us that you know the riders had to come in with masks or something like that uh, the, the the sign up is you come to the gate. Glen Helen when you come in they'll give you an entry the plan was the riders fill that out and bring it to us um we we have to scan everyone's helmet because of the scoring system right. we we use um Moto tally scoring system so everybody's got to check in and 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 sign and do that and we also check you know the riders' signatures and you know authenticity of their entry and make sure who they are um and of
0: course collect so, their money yeah <laughs> and yeah and
1: collect money um so that that was kinda what we did, but it was basically you know the the what the the county told us told Lori to do, so that's kind of what we we abided by uh the only thing we have have done is we don't have a group practice uh we have a a site lap, which I know some guys aren't gonna like this, but we're we're having a site lap before every race um a lot of guys like i got per especially a guy like me, I wanna go get two three laps in before. Uh, my race but uh, we can't do it so th- this month we we have to abide by that rule uh, and then we've opened sign up to race one signs up when race one is completely done then we'll open the sign up to race two oh. and then race three and then race four so we don't have you know we don't have lines. a bunch of people standing lines uh, so
0: I was looking on your schedule I actually signed up to race uh, but so I race at eight thirty. So that eight o'clock practice—that's the one lap. site. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. You'll get a Is one. it mandatory?
1: Uh, no. People don't have to don't people don't have to ride a, a lap if they if they don't totally. want to. What we've done is we kind of gapped it a half hour or so, uh, because our races we don't we always try to run at least an hour. But here, depending on the conditions, we have a, there's a lot of sand at Glen Helen, a lot of fast straightaways, so some bikes just with stock tanks don't quite have the capability of going a full hour especially if somebody's raining their neck in the sand or something Mm -hmm. like that so we always try to keep it you know say under 55 minutes or something like that so we gave everybody a half hour if they had to you know to kind of to do their lap go back top off come to the start line and so uh, so that that's kind of like uh, Kathy and I kind of racked our brains and and on on the on the schedule trying to Trying to figure out how that was going to work but it's it we'll see how it goes um, hey
0: we're back racing hey, hey that's hey, we've gotta do a little bit of struggle to get back <laughs> out here
1: that's that agreed that's so to like, a
0: lot of people it's going to feel good throwing their leg over a bike in an event we actually did a raced an event a couple weeks ago first one back mm-hmm. but this is your guys first one back so
1: yeah
0: what do you think your turnout's gonna be? Pretty big. I know your mail-in was pretty big.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to it's it's hard to tell. Um, you know, SRA is always you know a, a clean number for us. Is you know we're we're in the two fifties to two seventy-five to two eighty. Uh, it depending on on how things are in a perfect world. Sometimes it just it just flows together and. Nobody's here, nobody's there. I, I got a feeling that we're probably gonna be at least up in, in, in three hundred. Wow. So which which is big for us because that's uh we do we do we have uh, we have combined classes, uh, we don't have individual races, you know, we have a we have a a fifty and a sixty and a seventy year old class that they race together and then we have the women in with them. Mm-hmm. And then we have a, a forty year old and a thirty year old class together. And then we have our 65s, 85s, and super minis race alone. The kids don't race with anybody um, except the, except themselves. And then we'll have a 125, 250, and 450 race. So we have four events that are, you know, they're it, it's it's a pretty full gate. So when we start getting into that many guys, we'll we'll split lines up. For safety reasons and things like that we we always seem to have a lot of uh, a lot of novice riders um, so we'll we'll usually split the novice lines into two especially in the in the 40 and the 30 class we'll okay. we'll, we'll let the 30 year old novices go first and the 40 year old novices go second yeah. so that's a that's that's a pretty popular class
0: that's nice how many miles did you guys get laid out for tomorrow?
1: You know, I uh, I didn't get a chance to to map it, but I, I'm out here so often I, I pretty much can can tell. I, I say that we're probably about five and a half. Okay. Um, which is which is pretty good. I mean, we use the and we use the entire Lucas Truck Track. Uh, we use the National uh, Motocross Track. We use REM, uh, and then will which is Glen Helens vet track uh, and then we'll actually use some of the outskirts uh, we only use surfaces that we can water uh, for safety and, and keeping the dust down we don't run ridges or anything like that in, unless it's raining uh, or has rained so we can keep the dust down so we try to keep we try to keep everybody in areas that we can water and keep the dust and visibility you know clear so so we we have some cool little sections or some some long switchbacks and, and running some long straightaways just to keep some mileage so we can kind of gap gap those races if we do have a large turnout uh, that's that's important I mean the scoring we want to we want to have like a a sweet a sweet lap is around twelve twelve to twelve minutes you know anything anything above twelve minutes is like perfect mm-hmm. so um, we always want to be you know somewhere around. You know, eleven and a half to twelve, twelve and a half. That's like a perfect lap. gives gives everybody time to kind of spread out. Scoring is right. is easier. It's just all around easy.
0: So, how many with the the pandemic or whatever that's going on? How many races did you sit out this?
1: Uh, we we lost three out of our series. Are you gonna
0: try to make them up, or are you just gonna have no. a shorter season?
1: No, we didn't. We didn't want to do that. Um, we just decided to just kind of go with it, and our, our schedule hopefully stays clean where we are from from now on. Uh, I know that like uh, Big Six, try, you, you know, we we didn't want to conflict with anybody. There's a lot of dates works. So a lot of people have tried to keep their, you know, tr- tried to keep their their are races uh, kathy and i decided not to do that i didn't want to uh i didn't want to step on anybody's toe right. or conflicting dates um uh we're we're uh i don't i don't know much about wor- works i mean i, I know that the, the guys they, they all seem to, to be fine we've been out here with them a couple times um uh the the big six we're, we're really uh, uh we're really good friends with with all the the big six guys um and the high the, the the high end part of the big 6 all all the the leaders and they're all good friends of mine we mountain bike together and nice. do stuff like that so we always work together to keep our events on on separate dates and uh uh they they come out and and help us and you know we'll go to events and 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 help is is, is the best we can you know they they have a lot more people than we do a lot more help than we do because they're a you know they're they're a club based association so so they have a lot of help uh where we're just you know we kind of do our our thing we just have our our volunteers and people that have been with us forever so um but we still go out and 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 work with them and, and and try to keep the the dates separate we'll 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 swap calendars out and right and make our or schedule it's around a struggle, that.
0: struggle. <laughs> yeah it,
1: it's real well yeah, in Southern Cal, I mean it's really hard because everybody they're all good organizations, I mean big six is good, works is good, yeah. you know, so <laughs> we we all no, i don't want to ever step on anybody's toes, right. especially for the riders i mean i've got guys that that are members of sRA that are members of big six, and that race works, so it's like you know those guys they dedicate their their time their, their ever everything to to racing, so I, I want to be able to give them. You know, hey, I, you know, and there's there's been times that we've had a conflicting date with works or something like that, and guys will call me, hey, I really want to, but I, I'm leading points or I got to do this, and you know, hey, it, it is what it is. I understand, you know. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I think all organizations have have kind of a, a struggle sometimes doing that, and we do the best we can.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that's the that's the hardest part about what we do is. You know, and there's a lot of stuff that goes, uh, you know. Sometimes there'll be mammoth qualifiers all the way up to mammoth to whatever to 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 you know. So so we we try to we try to stay in that happy. Lori, Lori she just she kills herself every year on the schedule for us trying to to keep us clear. I mean because. I know she she has a struggle sometimes she'll call me and say oh my god i'm trying to get this but this is there and i don't know about that And it, it works out it always works out she gives us some premium dates and and uh sra just some, sort of we're always blessed at Glen helen it seems like so we actually have had some epic conditions here i mean right. we had some of the best races ever last year i mean after I mean it was raining everywhere and then our our race came up and and all the ridges were wet and everything was perfect and you know we had that we had a great race back and I mean it was cool so we've we've had some really good luck out here we've had some bad luck too we've had some rain out years and years ago and stuff but it uh Lori she uh, she blesses us and and gives us some (laughs) premium dates just be so it so it works out good Uh,
0: very cool where do we go next uh, I guess we could take a little break and reset the phone and the recording and then we'll come back I got a couple other things and we'll sweet call it a night here pretty soon awesome we'll be right back cool.
1: hey guys you got a dog give them something to do while you're out riding pick up an organic antler chew from throw me a bone they have nine essential nutrients and minerals that a dog needs they won't splinter or stink like other chews on the market. Go check them out at theantlerchew.com. It's simple. Order some antler chews and go ride. Your dog will love you. For 10% off, type in the promo code, the Desert Dirt BIKER.
0: Wow, what a show so far. Now coming to you is our tip of the show. For this episode, brought to you by Throw Me a Bone, and you can find them at theantlerchew.com. Go check them out. Pretty cool. Our tip. Well, I was thinking about it, and we're going to talk about standing up while you ride. While while riding, just practice standing. Um, I know new riders like to sit and probably feel a lot more comfortable when they sit down. But if you find that neutral position, standing up, standing on the balls of your feet, which is the widest part of your foot, stand on that, on the balls, And just the more you do it the better you become with with the one with the bike you uh you'll you'll create a better balance and it will help you it'll help you a lot the more you do it with obstacles and rougher terrain the uh i don't know i sometimes when i go riding we try to Uh, Play a little game and see if we can ride the whole ride standing up. Obviously, I probably haven't done it. I always sit down. But anyways, um, it'll help you in the long run. So anyways, get on the balls of your feet. Stand up, lean forward, and find that neutral balance. And it'll come to you. Anyways, this has been your tip of the show. Now, stay tuned for the second part with SRA GP's Rich Suter. And man, it has been a phenomenal show so far. And here we go. Hey guys, we are back. Uh, again, we're at Glen Helen with uh, my co host. Stepping in is Ashley. And we are here with Rich Suter from SRA. So, during the break, he told us a little story, and I'm going to see if we can get the same story back from him. <laughs> uh, it was pretty good. We should have had to record on. But um, he was telling us about some racers that, or some people from Europe that showed up at Glen Helen. And fill us in, Rich. Tell us that story again.
1: Yeah, so, so whenever it, it, whenever we're here, uh, quite often people from, from Europe will come here to to just walk on the racetrack and check it out and, 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 and take photos of the Glen Helen sign and stuff. And it so happened that this was, I think it was probably last year, maybe a year ago that a a gentleman came out on Saturday and and he had a a teenage son and he was, you know, checking out the course and stuff. And he had came up to me and said, uh, do you know around here where we could rent a motorcycle? And, and, you know, I'm like, I don't know where you could rent a race bike, but, but we, we have a, a friend who helps us out and he owns a he owns a, a TM dealership in, in in Southern California, so I said, "Go talk to that guy. His name's Mike Smith. You know, go talk to that guy." So he goes over and and, and he's talking to Mike and and uh, you know, I don't know. I got busy, went out, did whatever. So Mike tells me, "Oh yeah, that kid's gonna race. That kid's gonna race my 125 tomorrow. Whatever." So Mike hooks him up with some gear and stuff, and turns out that on Sunday the kid was fast and he actually won. <laughs> so. Uh, he came over to me, and and his dad was like, you know, just, oh God, that was the greatest thing ever, and and and, uh, you know, he won, and and they were getting ready to go back to Europe, and, our our the way we do it is if you race if you race Sunday, then next month we'll have your trophy for for that for that race, and he, and he's like, you know, we're we're leaving, you know, we're going back to Europe, and I'm like, oh my God, what am I gonna do, you know? <laughs> my wife's like looking at me, so. I run over to our, our one of our containers at the track, and my dad used to make these, uh, you know, marble, old-style, old old-school old trophies, you know? So it was, you know, like a two-tower, three-tower marble with the motorcycle guy and his hand on it and stuff, and I just grabbed this thing off, dusted it off, and took it over and handed it to this kid, no name tag or anything. And the kid's eyes were all big, and, and uh, he was just stoked. He, he got his trophy, and they they left and my wife's like, I can't believe it. You gave that kid that crappy trophy, you know. And I'm like, you know, he loved it. Yeah. And uh, so so it was, was kind of cool, but but his dad was explaining to me that 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 the racing they did was real similar to what to what we did here. Like he it was it was there was a lot of lot of, it was not just a short motocross. It was real long and and uh, somewhat technical. The kid the kid was but the kid was amazingly fast and after that it was funny because he uh he had sent us a thank you uh on our on our instagram and our facebook and he's he's actually i believe still friends with my my daughters on their on their instagram so you know hmm. my two teenage daughters but it's uh, it was actually really a cool thing i never you know kid just came out and he, he, waxed, he pretty much waxed everybody in this class and wow. went back home with a plastic trophy it was rad
0: <laughs> that's cool very cool um, so let's jump into you were talking about your Baja trail rides and you talked to me a little bit about it last night oh, tell yeah. me tell me some Baja stories there's since I started this podcast there's two things that are now on my bucket list one is to go to Baja I've never been to Mexico and Another one is to get a um, an adventure bike.
1: Adventure bike. There you go.
0: And so, I got to hear a Baja story. Tell us about your Baja ride.
1: So, so Baja <laughs> is 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 a lot of fun. So, so a good friend of mine, uh, Mike Baker, who I've known, I've known forever. He uh, he races with us uh, religiously every single month, and and he he's a he's a motor builder and suspension guy. He owns ProTech. And uh, they're in Marietta, California. And Mike Mike said, dude, you got to get an, a 450X and you got to start going to Baja with us. And and uh, when we were younger, like well, my dad, we used to go down to Baja and pit and stuff like that. But I thought, oh, I told my wife, you know, they want me to go to Baja, what do you think? And she's like, ah, oh, she was, you know, kind of leery of it. But I bought an X and uh, and we ended up going down. And uh, it's a, it's pretty cool, there's about... There's about 10 of us that go, uh, 10 or 12 of us. Um, We start out at uh, Takati. We don't, Mike is is an exceptional guy with GPS and he puts the whole ride together. Uh, We all pitch in for gas and and lunch and uh, Mike gets us all of our hotel stays. Uh, We don't have any chase truck. So uh, basically what you have is what you wear in your backpack. Um, Mm -hmm. So board shorts, couple t-shirts, sweatshirt, uh multiple tools um uh pretty much uh every part you can imagine somebody carries to to fix whatever we've we've had to to do some pretty crazy uh on the trail fixes and and, and, and having mike it's 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 always it's always pretty cool because he's he's pretty ingenious um but uh the first time we we start out at takati we park in this little day Day by day parking place, and we we roll across the border, and you're in Mexico, and then we we'll uh, we'll take off. Usually the first day is a long day; it's 200 and something miles. Um, we'll go down to uh, like San Quintin, and uh, it's a, it's an amazing ride. Uh, it's so fun riding on the beach and uh, some some really fun single track. We'll do some of the course. Uh, just a, a really amazing feeling to be down there riding your dirt bike uh, some really cool people some uh, some of the most amazing things you're you're riding through the pine forest and you know you're you're pretty much on on reserve or close to reserve or i'm always on reserve i should say <laughs> so uh i get teased a lot roll up to this little place in the middle of nowhere and this little old man uh comes out with uh a, 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 a freaking siphon hose and a hose, and he 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 has a 55-gallon drum of gas that he gets in town or whatever, and he <laughs> he siphons that out and but puts it in milk jugs, and you fill up your bikes with that, oh, wow. and you know we'll have a soda <laughs> or a water or whatever, and then head on our way. So it's uh, it's stuff like that. It's uh, that's, that that place is called the sawmill. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, are you wanting like uh, some funny stuff that has happened? Sure. Down there? G- okay. Yeah. Give so, us a funny story. So the the first time I go down there. Uh, being a GP guy I never really ran mooses or anything like that so I asked Mike so hey what do you do down there and he goes oh we just run tubes we don't have any problems down there I haven't had a a flat 10 years down there so I uh, put a new set of tires and some ultra heavy duty tubes on on my ex and we're 75 miles in and I hit some big square edge and bam pinch flat immediately Mm-hmm. So, and we're all wired on radio, so I, I'm like, hey, I got a flat, so everybody rolls back. Uh, so, Mike, we we start changing my flat. Mike was changing it, change the flat, everything's good. So, okay, we take back off. So, th- at this point, point in time, we're running a little behind schedule because of my flat. So, I get about another 100 miles into it, bam, front flat, oh you know, gosh. so... <laughs> Mike's like, what are you you doing? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, are you even trying to miss the stuff or are you just hitting it? And I'm like, I really don't know. So we fixed that flat and then we had a couple other little issues with somebody else's bike. So we end up rolling into a place called Coyote Cows and it's, it's dark. So, uh, (laughs) so we got there and after that we were all sitting around you know having a few beers and uh there's quite a there's uh, the older crowd and the younger crowd so younger i being by these guys that are 30 uh it's it's mike's son uh travis who was a ex supercross rider rode for Troy Lee. travis baker
0: mm-hmm. and
1: two of his buddies uh we call them the twins so they're all razzing me, and, and Mike tells me the next day, you're never coming to Baja unless you have mooses. So <laughs> from now on I go to Baja, I always have mooses, in and, and uh, I haven't had a problem since. So they all have, though. That's the funny thing about it. So I, I, I sort of triggered the flat tire syndrome down there. So pretty much everybody after that has had a flat. So, so now most of us all run mooses down there. But uh, it was a cool, cool, cool time down there. Uh, I, I, I recommend it to... Everyone to do at least once. That's and, uh, what everybody keeps it, it, saying. It is amazing. Wow. Don't so. the mud. Yeah. Well, that was another story. So we're not going <laughs> to get there's there's uh, we can go Baja stories all night. So. <laughs> and if you guys
0: listen to some of our past podcasts, there's a few funny Baja stories yeah. with Dave Pearson, and then Eric races Baja and and Bob Beam and Bob Beam. Yeah. There's there's some. Yeah. That's we, we, rad. I keep hearing some funny stories. I mean, it questions me if I want to go, but I really want to
1: go. Oh, yeah. you gotta! Because go. I
0: know I'll come back with a funny you story. You gotta go. It, <laughs> it is. It
1: is. I actually we do that twice a year, and 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 we 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 couldn't do it because of COVID, so we had to cancel. So we're supposed to go down in October. Hopefully, we go in October. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's 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 a great it's a great weekend. Thanks. Be with your buddies and and just do that. It's it's probably the one of the best things so it's forever. just a weekend thing you well, do. well we'll go you know, we try to do at least four days down there so we'll go down early early we'll we'll cross the border 7 o'clock on a Thursday morning and then we'll come back usually we're usually we're coming back across the border you know two or three o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday
0: so when you cross the border you're already on your bikes yeah mm-hmm. Nice. yeah
1: it's actually a pretty cool thing uh, Mike Mike's got it um, completely dialed in uh, and and the the more the the more guys we've gone down there. Uh, there's a guy. He's a orthopedic surgeon. Doc Alexander went with us one time, and uh, he 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 showed us a, a little shortcut through the town and how to get into the borderline. Hmm. So ever since then, we do that. So so literally, you come off the highway, you go through the town for, you know, I don't know, two or three lights, then we roll up to the front of the border and we just pop in through the K rail and take your helmets off and pull your passport out and your registration and you just push your bike through and talk to the you know oh. to the agent and put your helmet on and ride back through the parking lot right over load your bike up and go home yeah. so it is it is it is the most amazing thing you couldn't believe how how easy it is and how fun it is
0: yeah so, we gotta do
1: it you should you really should <laughs> i recommend it
0: Yeah
1: there's our bellhop part um
2: do you help with anything else here like the
1: nationals yeah matter of fact uh when when Glenn Helen was was doing the nationals uh we we helped a lot like that uh it was Lori would just kind of say hey you guys are in charge of you know this so so we would we we started out doing all like the the yellow markings and stuff like that and moving hay bales around hay bale covers and things like that and then there's so many of us we we started doing not necessarily the security but but sort of like uh we were always there was always an sra guy there so we we if there was some some fencing went down or something went down there was always guys on it and and working so uh the last i mean we haven't had national in a couple years Mm -hmm. here but the last ones we were a big part of like Working with like the, the 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 head of security and just kind of you know watch, watching the pits and being kind of like like Glenn Helen's basic right right hand man kind of okay. so so it worked out really cool for us and uh, all of our volunteers dug it because they were right in the middle of one of the the coolest things ever. Right. You know what I mean. I say, a, a national. Oh, yeah. I know
2: this is desert podcast, oh, but yeah. yeah, still. Yeah,
1: I mean to be a part of a of a national motocrossing yeah. that was was just crazy. so wow. Yeah, so it, it was cool. So we 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 actually had a big role in. I mean, we didn't bring it to the Glen Hall obviously, but we we had a big role in when it was here, just just Huffing helping out, out helping wow. out that the the higher ends and whatever they needed, we would. We would pretty much take care of. I mean, Lori just would say, "Hey, just just do whatever they they need and 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 stay on the on top of it." And
0: worked awesome. out cool.
1: Yeah, yeah it was Very a good cool. time. We There's, miss them. Go ahead. We miss the nationals. Like I say, it yeah. was like we'd love to. Yeah. We'd love to be a part of that again.
0: There's some rich history in Southern California on yeah. the dirt bikes. Yeah. I've learned that from listening to the podcast, or every time we come down here, it just amazes me. Like we got here Friday night. And this morning, everybody's rolling in for practice, and then they had that vintage race over there. We went and watched that for a while, and that was that was pretty cool. That's cool. I need a vintage bike now. Yeah. I guess there's three things I've got. <laughs> so that yeah. was that was pretty cool. We were checking that out for a while, but uh, yeah, the again the history and the yeah. just. Family. I mean, we all have a sickness, is what I always yep. say. Mm-hmm. that's true. If you're on a bike, yeah. you have a sickness.
1: That's true. Yeah, it's 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 no matter how old you are or how good you are or if 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 you love motorcycles, you'll you'll never you'll just yep. never let them go. Um, yep. Yep.
2: Do you have any other cool or funny stories from your races or anything that just From out? from SRA type yeah. races and well, stuff. Well, you just even because oh. I know you do so much stuff here. Yeah. and hell like Helen.
1: I mean, there's, uh, there's, there's been some, some classic stories like in the, in in like the endurance races and stuff like that. Like, uh, I think we had a, we had a ten hour race, Glen Hill had a ten hour race one time, and there's there's a lot of a lot of drama happens, like, you know, because you got three riders on a bike,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they're they're changing off, and and it's it's actually kind of funny. Like when you lay one of those courses out, and there's, like a fast fire road or something, we. A uh, Glen Helen, uh, and, and, and we use the the Caselli marking system, you know. So so we you'll we'll back you'll you'll we'll back the markers off, and and I'll always find like a bad area, and I'll I'll even tell some of the guys, hey, maybe you should go there or there, and I'll go up to a section, and and I'm sitting there, and it's marked real well, mm-hmm. but the first two or three guys, like they're they're fine, and then the the rest of the guys, they start they start running. <laughs> running through the tapes on the arrow, so I've learned that we put, a, we put a tape mark right where the turn is, and then we'll go out and we'll do like another 50 feet, we'll do one, and another 50 feet, so that in hopes that, okay, they're gonna blow the first one or the second right. one, and, right. and the third one they're not gonna go through. <laughs> but after you get all that done, you put everything up, and then all of a sudden here comes rider number two from the same bike, and he doesn't know the course. Right. So he usually blows through the tape. So it really takes about three hours, to get all those guys dialed in so they know where the course is because they're there because every time a new rider gets on the bike he usually just he's learning the he's learning the course that first lap so he's blowing through whatever um but what'll happen is sometimes uh they'll be like hey we're missing rider you know 227 and it's it's like uh can can anybody find him so we, we all the sweep riders like we're, we're all wired with radio so we get in a panic and we start riding around looking for this guy and and uh I mean, this one time, I rode by this. I rode by this bush like fifteen times looking oh for gosh. this guy, and and I'm on the radio like, Lori, I don't know where this guy. I can't find this guy. And they're like, Well, he he left about this time and whatever. So I'm I'm sitting at the top of the hill and I see this guy like like waving like his hands at me, and and he has no motorcycle. He's just standing <laughs> on the trail, and I'm like, What? So I. Rode down, and I go, what's your number? And he tells me his number, and sure enough, he's the number we're looking for. I go, where's your bike? And he's, like, pointing at these bushes. And I'm like, I don't see a bike in there. <laughs> so somehow he was going through the section, and he completely swapped left and just flew into this section of trees and bushes and poison oak and all this stuff. Oh. And he's just buried in there. So I'm like, oh, my God. So we... <laughs> I I walk in there and he's at the farthest point and he's just jammed like in all these bushes so a couple other guys come and we finally get his bike out and, and and we send him on his way and he's like oh i was so glad to see you guys I've been in there so long I couldn't get my bike out and that was the problem it was like he was trying to get his bike out it took like four or five of us to get his bike out wow. to to send him on his way so you know Glen Helens it it is a big place but it's not a big place so you know, unless you've gone off, you know, one of the single track cliffs or something like that. Right. It's pretty easy to find a guy. But that, that particular day <laughs> I rode past him I rode past him fifteen times wow. and he was just in the bushes trying to get his bike out. But that, that happens quite often. Like, uh you'll uh, at night at nighttime for the, the twenty four hour uh yeah, it's a little it's a little sketchy. Um mm-hmm because it's dark and you know you're out there and then uh somebody'll say hey we're we're missing this guy and you know there's a lot of confusion in the pits because you know the the the, the riders people are panicking and they're going back we don't always get the the proper information you know so Sure right. enough, like somebody else will find him, but he doesn't tell somebody. So that, that happens every often. It it's kind it's kinda of funny. Um <laughs> but you just sorta of know, like, you know, you don't panic. I mean, as soon as we find out that there's a rider that's down or out, we we all pretty much take off and right. rhino side by sides or whatever and, and, and retrieve them. The you know, and we've never had any anything bad happen, you know. It's always it's pretty safe pretty safe course, uh well marked, but Things just happen, yeah.
0: right, you know? right. But as long as everybody's yeah, okay at that. kind of, of a
1: funny day. story, but yeah, yeah, that was that was that was one of them. I I couldn't find that guy,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you found him and yep. he turned out all Everything right. Everything
1: was good. He raced the rest of the rest of the race.
0: Well, you told me another story last night, and I don't know if you want to hit on that. Sure. Where about? I mean, you don't have to tell us, but kind of where you live now. You told me about oh, an yeah. old track or something.
1: Yeah, so my my wife and I we live in Tribuco Canyon, California, and it's um there used to be a track there, in in this in I think it was probably open in the '60s, but it was '60s '70s. I know it closed sometime in the '80s, and it was called Escape Country, and uh, it was it wasn't quite as popular as the the world famous Saddleback motorcross mm-hmm. Park that that everybody knows about in Southern California, but but it was popular, and uh, even to this day, uh, my wife and I we we walk our Labrador every day. We walked by some of the old race course and and the old uh the old pit and snack bar area there's still buried motocross tires up there it's part of the water district now but uh my my dad uh i I never got to ride there uh my dad always my dad my brother would go there and ride but uh it would it's every once in a while uh, i remember it well enough but every once in a while you'll see an, an old 70s movie where there's some like chips or something where there's somebody got somebody's racing around a motocross turn around like a creek or a reservoir and, th- and that was escape country so oh, wow. um it's it's pretty cool so my, my dad that when my wife and i bought the house there uh, my dad drove my mom and dad drove up and the first thing my dad said is you know where you live <laughs> and uh, i'm like yeah i do and he goes yeah he goes i thought you might so <laughs> so yeah it was kind of cool so
0: that's neat. Yeah. Um, so jumping back into SRA, uh, any future goals or what, what's the future of SR, um, SRA look
1: like? SRA, SRA has changed quite a bit since, since, Kathy and I, um, our scoring system, you know, we, we, we use the the tally, uh, scoring system. So we've kind of brought that up to date. Uh, Lots of help from uh, from uh, Anna and Kurt Heinz. Um, they 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 do the scoring system for the Big Six. They they helped us huge. Anna Anna's there's there's nobody that knows that system better than her. And uh, she's she's taught Kathy. Uh, Kathy's still learning the system. Um, but uh, that that's a that's a that's a great system. Um, mm-hmm. That that was a big thing for us. Uh, we immediately or or after you know we get results right on uh, on this on the link and guys could can see it 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 take keeps your lap times and it also keeps uh, up-to-date scoring i mean up-to-date uh points Mm -hmm. and things like that so that was a huge thing for us that was like the big step to kind of make things a little more modern and to date um we've uh uh that uh, we, we have a social media guy um he does our he does our instagram and our our facebook what well, that's huge uh for us yeah. uh it's helped us a lot by just getting our 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 org- organization out there and mm-hmm. you, you know there was a there's a there was a lapse some there somewhere there where people just a lot of people just sort of forgot about sra yeah. um and and now it's it's back and and people are seeing it and it was always there, but it was just i i think it was we just sort of lost that advertisement my my dad was so old school he didn't right. believe it. it was always word of mouth very little advertising uh would do little things in in cycle news or something like that right. uh, we 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 have a pretty good relationship with with dirt bike magazine and and they usually post our results and and yeah, cool. our our you know little little blurbs and say good things about us they were they race with us they'll be right ra- there they'll be racing with us tomorrow nice. um so it it's it's so, so for for us i mean future uh i i like where we're at right now mm-hmm. i like that the classes we have um you know we are a one day event mm-hmm. um which which there's not a lot other than motocross clubs that that do the one day events. A lot of like the, the works and big six or two day events, three day events. Um, for us, um, I, I would just like to, to keep, to keep growing the series. And, and, and if the series gets bigger, um, then, then we might, we might have to change the schedule and, and evolve a little bit in a different way there. Uh, we do some, we do some cool stuff, uh, Last year we 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 tried to do a couple of night races. Mm-hmm. So we do a, a night race GP on the same course that we race. So we'll have a GP on on Saturday night on on the same race course, but everybody runs lights. We start at pitch black and nice. uh, we'll usually run for 2 hours, which is really cool. Everybody digs it. Um yeah, that every, sounds like oh, It's like people are barbecuing. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Oh, I guess dude, we're coming it's to that so now too. So much people are barbecuing <laughs> in the pits yeah. and you know, you wake up and, and Glen Helen's really cool. They, they send their whole track crew in here. So they, they completely prep the course the next morning. Cause it gets pretty beat when, right, you know, right. we have one of those. Um, so it, that, that's actually a, a really cool thing. I've, I always wanted to do that and, mm-hmm. and talk to Lori and we did, when we did it, it was, it was a bomb. I mean, it was, people are still like any more night races, any more night yes. races. So, so I don't know if we'll do any this year, but I know we're going to start back with that next year. Very cool. Um, so i mean i just uh it's hard to say i mean i i think we've made some improvements I, i'm all about trying to make to trying to try, trying to go a little slower other during things because uh when i first started with my dad i was a little hasty on on changing uh you know race schedules and things like that and, and, and i made i didn't necessarily make any mistakes but it's just certain things didn't work out we do we do classes that you know we wouldn't pull a very big turnout and so so it it, it uh I, i've learned that little tweaks make a big difference trial and error yeah. and then things it,
0: change with time yeah
1: exactly so, so um a a, a cool thing for us is 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 uh we actually have a nice woman's class i mean we have we've been having decent really decent turnouts with 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 the girls um we they're either race one or race three Mm -hmm. um uh and the kids being the same like the the kids race is super cool um kids practice by themselves race by themselves um gives the 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 parents feel safe because they're out there there's no big bikes out there whizzing by them and stuff like that so you got
0: little 50s out there
1: uh 65s 65s. um yeah we don't recommend it we have we so we have a peewee race um and we'll have that on a separate racetrack. so so we'll have 50s on that and we'll have first timers so we usually split that up into two races two 20 minute races plus a lap but uh i don't recommend any 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 Little guys on sixty. If they're on a sixty-five, they need to be novice or better because we don't modify the hills and things right. like that. We run the whole course, okay. uh, and then we have some smoking fast little sixty-five <laughs> yeah. dudes. Believe it or not, man. I mean, it's it's crazy. Some of those
0: kids are scary to watch. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But that that was that was really cool for us to to kind of get back to the to to go back to the to, to the women and the kids. I mean, I think that's super important in in what we do because. You know, and, and a lot of the girls are super cool. And, and uh, the only thing is, we we have some of the fifty-year-old guys that that don't appreciate that because uh, there's some pretty fast girls out there nowadays. Girls are smoking uh, them. Yeah, yeah. you bet. They don't like that. <laughs> unfortunately, oh well. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, what what's your oldest racer ever been at SRA? Uh,
1: we have a seventy class. And and I would have to say that um, is he the oldest? Uh, his, his name, uh, yeah, I I want to say either Bill Maxim, which everybody knows, Bill Maxim, either Bill or uh, or Larry Owens. Those are probably our two oldest oldest riders, and they're in their their mid seventies. That's so, awesome. Yeah, and and they they uh, L- Larry. Matter of fact, I've known Larry since I was probably. About six years old. Wow! He's raced with SRA. He's he's probably one of the oldest members, living members of SRA, and and he still uh, he still comes out and and helps us every race. His uh, his wife uh, is does the starting line numbers for us. So wow. it's it's crazy. I, but I've known Larry since I was I was probably six seven years old. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. yeah. Yeah. It's a sickness. You can't it, leave it. You can't. You can't. You can't get it out of your. Uh, I tell you, I can't.
0: Well, a little bit about you again. What when you're not doing SRA, what what do you do for fun or what what do you um
1: uh, I I I or no so time for fun. Yeah, no, no no no, I have time for fun. Uh bah. <laughs> Uh yeah, no. I, I wish. I wish. But no, um I mountain bike, um okay. road bike a little bit. Um uh spend time with my my family. I I have two teenage daughters and my wife uh work on the house a lot. Um you know uh try try to go ride practice as often as I can you know maybe maybe once twice a month or something like that but um you know that that's about it I mean I don't have uh, I, I I I we kind of live in the the I I wish I could mountain bike more or just have that energy but but uh that that's probably my my one favorite thing besides being at the track or whatever is to to go to go for a spin on my mountain bike and and go for road bike spin try to do it a couple times a week and on the weekends but yeah that's you know like i say or or work on bikes or something like that there's always i mean my my daughter's ride my my wife rides so so there's always something like that some project in the garage or, or something does
0: your wife or daughter's race
1: no no, no just never. just fun just fun
0: little yeah. weekend warriors yeah or exactly at least
2: they ride yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. not often enough if you ask them yeah. so. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> well I think uh maybe that's it maybe we'll uh it's getting late we all got to get yeah. up early in the morning and race Perfect. and
1: run a race and sounds cool yeah yeah while we're here I, I would really like to, to thank Ashley uh for, for what she did a, a, a couple of races ago, we we had a young lady that crashed in the uh, in the sand back here, and uh, I I knew about it. I, I went over and and it it had already been we we had sweep riders there. A- Ashley was there. We had had sweep riders there that had come after Ashley and and helped her. So it was it was all pretty much done. The girl got checked out by the ambulance and everything. Uh, so it was cool. I, I didn't know much about it, but then I, I I went home that evening, and you know, there's always kind, there's always stuff on 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 the Instagram and Facebook. People that are hitting us up and hey, that was a grace, great race, whatever. And I saw Ashley's video and uh, her GoPro, it, her GoPro video, and it was actually it was actually really shocking to me, um, be, because I, I've I was a racer before I do before I I did what I do now and she actually uh the girl was down in the sand bike was laying there the, the girl i i don't know if she was out um but ashley had positioned herself and her bike in front of this girl and uh you know this is a race that we probably have you know i don't know 80 to, uh, to 100 hundred hundred riders and and some of the guys just well most of the guys rode rode right by her and and i was very shocked like uh I thought wow you know here's this girl who's who's a really good rider and and she's down here racing and she would have been in one, one of the top positions but she's actually stopped and she's helping this girl and I thought you know that was probably one of the coolest things um, I had ever I'd, I'd ever seen uh, and, and you know I know a lot of us has, have done this and, and and don't have a video of it but to see that um, I actually wanted to put a couple of comments out there just just to the guys because it it actually did make me angry Um, but then I realized that's probably not the best thing to do and and during during the heat of a race I've been there myself but you know uh, the the sportsmanship that that this young lady uh, showed that day was was amazing Uh, and like I like I say uh, every everybody was good the girl was good afterwards but I, I was very impressed. Well, and, thank uh, you for the kind words. You're welcome. Cool. You're yeah, welcome. Cool. And uh that that was, that was that was a really, really cool thing. So that being said, <laughs> that, I, I really appreciated it.
0: So. Cool. Of course, I was freaking out because she's not coming around. I'm out there watching for her race. I'm yeah. like, what's going on? Yeah. But, I mean, that was pretty cool to find yeah. out that she yeah. was helping. Yeah. I was impressed, yeah. too.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Very cool. Well, let's call it. Let's uh, yeah. get some sleep, get ready for our race in the morning. Awesome. Rich, really, really appreciate your hospitality, bringing us in. And, and,
2: and doing the podcast with us. Oh, doing yeah, the thank you. Yeah. I,
1: I enjoyed it for my first podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I think it went pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get you guys to f-
0: share it on social media for us. We and will do it. And yeah. We'll, we'll definitely throw it out it. there and we post the heck out of it, share it. and Cool. Uh, yeah. We'll be back because i actually bought a membership today <laughs> that's so awesome that's it, awesome we'll be back
1: thank yeah. you so much
0: so on that note good luck to you and everybody racing tomorrow and
1: same to you guys awesome. before we go when is your next
0: race what's yes, what's your you next know one?
1: what i i i think it's the 19th honestly i i think it's okay. july july okay. july 18th or 19th i i you know what? I'm I'm terrible about the dates on the schedule, <laughs> and especially right now because we yeah, had been jumped around right. a little bit. This, this, this I should know this date because it it hasn't changed. Right. But but the yeah, I mean I I, I want to say it's like the 18th or the 19th. Okay. So where
0: can our listeners and stuff find out, or do you have a website? Yeah. So
1: so we 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 well uh we we have an Instagram sragp and uh we we have a facebook sr you know it's it's sragp but uh we also have a website com. okay um you can go on our website check out uh it's pretty cool there's there's some videos needs a little probably a little bit of updating uh there's some old old videos on there and stuff but uh uh our social media guy uh scott perkins does a, does a wonderful job so yeah we have we have a photographer that we that we have out here that takes pictures for us and he shares the the photos to scott and scott scott's pretty pretty on it so he he gets uh he gets the photos up uh there's always a new post at least once a day um there's always something cool uh we did a scott did a cool thing with odi grips um so it was like you know you like post this and, and and tag three other people and and uh You know, will will there be prizes? And and, uh, ODI is one of our new sponsors, so it was actually a pretty cool thing. Uh, We enjoy Mm -hmm. uh, that was that was kind of a cool deal. But that's that's the way you can reach us, and you know, uh, that's about it. I mean, cool. Yeah, we'll go and follow, guys. For sure. Got anything else, Ash?
0: Mm,
2: No. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's call it. Cool. Thank you again. Thank you. All right. See you next time.